Hello, my name is Kelly Bramblett and I am passionate about helping others live a high vibe lifestyle so that they're able to feel their absolute best. I am a self-help author as well as a certified general life coach and law of attraction practitioner. I specialize in both trauma recovery and mindset coaching. You can learn more about my work and my weekly blog by visiting my website at www.kellybramblett.com or to make it easier, just my first and last name.com. I am so happy you've joined me here today for this high vibe podcast episode. So if you're ready, let's go ahead and dive in. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's High Vibe podcast episode. This week I'm going to be talking with you all about something that I think is really needed right now and super important, which is how to soothe emotional exhaustion. I think we can all say that this has been an exhausting year for the collective, but even as individuals, I have so many people that are coming to me that have been coming to me that are expressing anxiety, feeling stuck, uneasiness, and all these symptoms of the emotional taxing that we've experienced over the last year. It's really starting to show up. And so I wanted to focus this week with you all on how to self-soothe and ease some of these symptoms so you can get back to feeling your absolute best. So I want to thank you so much for joining me. I am going to take a quick break as always, and then I will be right back to dive in with you. Hello and welcome back. So like I mentioned in the intro, today I'm going to be talking with you about how to soothe emotional exhaustion, which again, I feel like is something that so many of us can relate to right now. A few signs that you may be experiencing emotional exhaustion are just some of the things I mentioned um, in the intro, which you may be feeling more anxiety than normal, uneasiness, apathy, just down. You might be feeling stuck, just overall no energy, fatigued physically, but also that really like emotional fatigue as well, where that you just feel heavy. So those are kind of some of the telltale signs that you might be struggling with some emotional exhaustion, like so many of us are right now. And I definitely have not been immune to experiencing this myself. And it's really taken all the tools I have in my toolbox to kind of support me through it. Um, I do have a lot of stuff going on in my personal life right now that's really compounded this emotional exhaustion for me. With my fiance recently leaving and us separating, it was very unexpected. It was very out of the blue and it left me really disoriented in a lot of ways and definitely feeling completely emotionally exhausted. And I know so many other people out there have their own personal things they're going through that are unique to their experience. And as I also mentioned, we also have a lot of emotional exhaustion that's being caused just from the collective energy right now and all these massive changes that we've gone through over the last year and the incredible amount of loss that's been experienced. 2020 definitely ushered in an energy of loss for the collective, whether it was a loss of a loved one or it was the loss of an income, the loss of normalcy, the loss of so many things that changed seemingly overnight for so many of us that ushered in this great feeling of despair and loss for so many of us. And that's a really big root cause right now for so much of this emotional exhaustion that's being experienced in the collective. So if you've been experiencing some of these things that I'm talking about, one of the first things and most important things that we can really do for ourselves is rest. 
you know, that's how we combat exhaustion, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or otherwise, rest is always going to be the first go-to. So many of us will push through. We have obligations. We have people depending on us. We have so many things on our plate that we feel like we're not allowed to take this time to rest and we'll push through. And this just really exaggerates that exhaustion even more and causes it to create more energetic damage for us. And so the first thing you can really do is extend yourself some serious self-love here and create the space for that rest if you need it. I have pulled back so much since even before my separation, but even more so after that, um, just because I was feeling all these symptoms and I knew I was like, I can't keep up. I have pulled back in so many ways with my work and my personal life and also just with my mindset, with allowing myself to rest without feeling guilty, without having this narrative show up. Oh, you're lazy. You're not moving fast enough. You're not motivated enough. Or I guess I should say I'm not as motivated as I may have been, you know, a year and a half ago before we had gone through all this. Like, like I said, this has been hard on so many of us. And so it has definitely drained me energetically and caused me to lose some of that motivation. And that's okay. We ebb and flow. We cannot always be on go, go, go. We cannot always be living in our, you know, masculine energy, pushing through, ignoring these callings of our soul for rest. And so it's okay to go through times where we feel less inspired, less motivated and less energetic. And we're choosing to take more time for rest that's perfectly okay. It will serve us in the long run because we will eventually cycle back through our spring and our summer seasons within our experience energetically and be inspired again and have that motivation. But if we don't take care of ourselves when we are in these, I like, I I always look at things as seasons, but when we're in these winter and fall energetic seasons within our experience, we don't have anything to sustain us to get us to that really great, juicy, fertile place that that spring vibe offers to us. So for me, this is look like cutting my work in half with the exception of the clients I see, obviously, but as far as like my writing, my podcasting, even I stopped interviewing guests a few months before I was scheduled to because I just couldn't couldn't do it anymore. I was interviewing three or four people a week to get the season complete in the first few months. So the podcast will just run itself. And I had to cancel three of my last interviews. Luckily, I work in an industry where people are very, very understanding of energy. And so I am so thankful that I was able to go to them and just kind of explain to them where I was at and just be met with so much understanding and compassion. So I really do appreciate that. But that's what this has looked like for me, taking more time to spend with my family, taking more time to just be, to read, to take very long baths, and some days to do absolutely nothing but lay around snacking on healthy foods and watching funny movies that make me laugh. Sometimes that's what self-care looks like for me. And what this looks like for you will be completely different. You'll know and you do know, I guess I should say, what soothes your soul, what what activities bring you that comfort. But whatever that is for you, if you're feeling exhausted, it's time to start leaning into those things. It's time to start clearing your plate, whether that means delegating 
whether that means sitting down with people and really being honest about where you're at and letting them know what you need and also what to expect from you, that you might not be able to show up right now in the way that you have been showing up. And as you're having these conversations, either with yourself or with others, know that it's okay for you to feel this way. And it's 100% okay for you to take this time for yourself guilt-free. If you start to notice that little voice sneaking up that so many of us have, especially us women, because it's literally conditioned into us that we are here to be nurturers, serve those that we love, serve our families. Um, It's really conditioned in us. So I find for women, taking this time is especially challenging. And so often that voice will show up that tries to guilt us or make us feel as if we are lazy or all these different things that that will show up for us that are centered around this kind of like unworthiness of taking time for rest for ourselves. It's really important that you witness that voice, but then also neutralize it by by saying, this is not my truth. I deserve to take care of myself. I'm not doing my best right now and I want to feel better. And so I'm going to take these steps so that I can feel my best because ultimately we're best able to serve and support and hold space when we ourselves are in a really great energetic space. So when we take this time for ourselves, it might feel selfish, but in truth, you are getting yourself prepared so that you can show up for those that you love, for your responsibilities in your best energetic state and offer to them what they need from your own filled cup. So in this time of pulling back for me and kind of delegating more of my responsibilities and taking more of this time. I've also doubled up on my spiritual and mindfulness practices to also help usher in an energy of support. You know, I was just saying my prayers this morning and I I always thank my guides, those named and unnamed, known and unknown, because we have so many, so many beyond the veil that are supporting us through this experience that we aren't even aware of. And so I always thank them in that way. But in my prayers, I was just kind of having this conversation with my guides. And I was saying, you know, if it wasn't for this connection, if it wasn't for this space that I have to come and commune and find guidance and find comfort and find clarity and find support through prayer and meditation, through calling upon the angels through calling upon my guides and asking them to step forward when I feel like life is just too heavy for me, too big for me. If it wasn't for that support, I honestly just think I don't know how I would get through some of these things that have been thrown at me right now. Doubling up on my practice and doubling up on my prayers and just being in this constant communion with my guides and with spirit has been another huge, soothing, supportive aspect in helping to deal with some of this emotional exhaustion that I've been going through. And so I recommend the same for you all. If you are feeling apathetic, tired, if you're feeling like the cup is half empty, if you find yourself sinking into old patterns, because that happens for us. When we begin to 
become worn down emotionally, we begin to kind of mentally become worn down as well. Because mentally, we're spending a lot of time in our minds and our heads thinking and pondering and planning and stressing. If I'm being honest, we've all been under a lot of stress, I feel like we can admit to during this year with so many things that have been thrown at us that are new that we're having to navigate through. It's really keeping us mentally on our toes, which has caused a lot of mental exhaustion as well. So bringing in these practices, bringing in this time to just be, to put all of those concerns outside of yourself for a small amount of time. And this is what's so beautiful and freeing about mindfulness exercises and meditations as well, is that For a short amount of time, you give yourself permission that no matter what's happening in your life, you can put it outside of the space you're creating, no matter what labels you hold, whether it's mother, daughter, friend, lover, wife, husband, father, etc., son, whatever your labels are, you can put those outside of this space as well and really lean into the moment and just enjoy what it feels like to simply be in your own energy for a small amount of time in this present moment in your own energy. It's so soothing to the soul, so comforting to our hearts. And so doubling up on practice, or and if you don't already consistently have some type of spiritual practice, then that is something that is a must, really. Like I said, we did not come here to go it alone through this human experience. We have an entire team of light beyond the veil who is on this journey with us. Some from beginning to end, some are popping in and out as needed for different experiences that we're having. But nonetheless, we have a huge team of light beyond the veil. And so making time to connect with them to help support you through this is a must. And if you don't have any practice at all, and you're not making any time to create the space for this relationship to blossom, for them to actually come in and hold us in the way we need, then that has to be a priority. Gratitude has also been a huge help in this as well. I've doubled up on my gratitude practice. And, you know, gratitude is so much more than just about writing your five gratitudes in the journal in the morning and then going on with your day. I do that as well. I do that morning and evening. But also the the real purpose of that is that you want to feel in that moment what that strong energy of gratitude feels like so that as you're going through your day, you can constantly tap back into that and begin to embody what gratitude feels like. And so when things aren't going our way and they're beginning to leave us feeling exhausted and worn down, a great way to rejuvenate some of that energy is through gratitude. And like I said, yes, the gratitude practice is so important. So do be doing that as well. But really, it's about embodying gratitude. How can we find gratitude even in our difficult experiences? How can we be grateful and see the broadest perspective in our suffering? So this has been something that has been, again, tremendously helpful for me is because yes, when when life knocks the wind out of our sails and kind of leaves us feeling disoriented and confused and clouded, it's easy for us to fall back into those old patterns I was kind of mentioning earlier to notice old ways showing back because our ego is being activated, right? And it's easy for us to also get into this mentality of 
poor me. Why is this happening to me? And really feeling sorry for ourselves. And that is an option we have. And it's not to say that there aren't really painful, uncomfortable things happening for us. So we can acknowledge this without having to slide into that victim archetype. But looking at your experiences from a victim mentality is never going to serve you, no matter how awful what's happening may be perceived as right now. So there's always a more positive way to view something. And if you can't see any positives to it now, this is when we really lean into our faith that this will make sense at some point. You'll look back and say, oh, you'll have that aha moment at that time and say, okay, I see why this had to happen, even as horrible as it was. Because sometimes when we're in the mud of it all, we can't see that silver lining. And that's when we really have to depend on our faith and believing that the universe is always guiding us, that the universe is always redirecting us, that there is a greater purpose to our suffering and our painful experiences. Even if we can't find the clarity within them, that's when we hand it over to God. That's when we hand it over to the universe or whatever terminology you personally use and say, I can't find the reasoning in this, but I just believe because I know, like I know, like I know that there's a purpose to this that is bigger than I am, that is bigger than I'm able to witness from this space. And we really lean into faith. And this isn't to say that we bypass our emotions. This isn't about, you know, toxic positivity, which is such a buzzword out there. It almost drives me a little crazy, but to put it in these terms that everyone really understands, this isn't about that. It's not about bypassing. It's not about denying the fact that that shit may be really hard right now and really painful. We can acknowledge that. I have spent hours upon hours sobbing my eyes out and that's okay but I can still be in that space without feeling sorry for myself see I can say this is really hard and and difficult and I'm struggling and it feels bigger than I am and still say but I trust that there is something bigger at work here that I don't understand and I trust that I will move through this to the other side and there will be clarity in that hindsight. And so it's not about bypassing. You can still experience and feel your grief, sadness, or whatever is showing up for you. But that doesn't mean that you have to let it convince you that you're a victim in, in the situations that are being presented to you in your experience right now. And since the topic of bypassing has shown up, I do want to point out that in my opinion, bypassing is not always a bad thing. And I can literally hear the collective gasp of the spiritual community as I say such a thing. But we are not meant to have to live in our shadows, okay? So I think there's a lot of confusion around what bypassing is anyways, and that's for a whole different podcast. But I'm just going to leave it at this. We're not meant to live in our shadows, guys. We're meant to visit them so that we can learn, grow, heal, and illuminate. And when we're going through a hard time, for I'll use myself as an example, experiencing this breakup with my fiance, if I were to be immersed in the level of betrayal, hurt, and confusion that I feel over this situation, if I were to be living in this, you know, every waking moment, I don't think that I could survive. I don't think I could do the things that I need to do to make my life livable. I would probably be stuck in bed, um, a complete mess. And so while I do need to spend time 
looking at this situation so that I can see what lessons are being presented for me. It's about creating a space for that, where you're supported, where you're held, where you're safe. And this is a good time to get some support when you're in this space, when you're creating this space so that you can have a neutral partner or a neutral participant, I guess I should say, that's able to kind of hold space for you while you're not feeling your most clear. And so that's a great time, but there's a space for that healing to happen. So I'm not forcing myself to live in the grieving aspect of what's happening right now as I experience this loss. I allow myself to still feel joyous. And so sometimes bypassing is not the worst thing. You know, our minds tend to want to obsess over the things that aren't going well, obsess over the painful experiences that we're having. And it's really our responsibility to consciously say, okay, I need a break from this because this isn't good for my soul because there is no healing that's coming from me just wallowing in this every waking moment. If anything, it's just keeping me stuck. And it's not allowing me to heal. So putting on a funny movie, going out with friends, doing something that distracts you, that that redirects the mind into some other thought pattern that actually can support you in a more joyous way is perfectly okay. And I, I want everyone to understand that we aren't meant to just be sad all the time. We aren't meant to be in this state of constantly focusing on our wounding. We do need to make that space and we need to make that space consistently to do that work. But we're allowed to step out of that space and just enjoy life. And in fact, we need to. So my next piece of advice is to seek out experiences that connect you to joy, whatever that is for you. And again, this will be unique to each of us. But seek out these experiences. Like I said, for me, it's watching funny movies. It it really distracts me. It gets my mind thinking about something else that's not my own issues. And it makes me laugh, which always feels good. You know, just the act of laughter is is sacred medicine. So however you are able to connect to joy, it's important that as you're carving out the space for your healing and for addressing your shadow aspects and for addressing your wounds, that you're equally carving out the space to experience joy because that's the balance. And that's ultimately what we want. We want balance, right? And so we have to balance these two things to feel secure so we don't feel like we're all wobbly all the time energetically. Getting out in nature is a really, really great way to soothe the soul. It brings in grounding energy that we often need when we're feeling really exhausted emotionally or down in the dumps. It refreshes the soul. It connects us to God in a whole different way than prayer does in this really grounding and energizing way. Not that prayer is not energizing, but I feel like when we are engaged in prayer, we're really activated in our upper chakras. But when we are engaged in communion with nature, we really activate the root chakra which becomes very weak in times of uncertainty, in times of loss, in times of grieving, in times of struggle. The root chakra is the first chakra to get hit. And so that strengthening and and nourishment that nature offers to the root chakra can really help to hold and support 
support us, bring us clarity, and just overall leave us feeling really good. So whether it's, you know, going out for an all-day hike or even just stepping outside and looking up to the sky for a few moments, it's going to be beneficial to you. So getting out in nature doesn't mean necessarily that you need to go and be surrounded by nothing but nature, even though that's wonderful. And if you are able to do that, Oh, so recommended. But we have access to these earth elements, to nature elements, even in our most concrete jungles. Because we have the sky, we can bring greenery into our home. We can fill our home with flowers. We can bring crystals into our space. We can add a salt lamp to our room. These are all ways that we can really bring the energy of earth into our lives, even if we aren't surrounded by quote unquote what most of us think as nature. So bring Bringing this energy in is so beneficial when we are going through these times of struggle that are causing us to feel tired and fatigued and, and apathetic. So these are a few of my top tips. And just to summarize, take time to rest, take time for self-care, take time for prayer and connecting to your guides, double up on your gratitude, embody more of an energy of gratitude when you're looking at your more painful experiences. Take time for your healing, but also take time for your enjoyment and get out in nature or bring that earth element into your into your life and home and energy. And the last piece of advice that I think is really important is get support. Get support. We, like I said, we are not meant to go this alone. We depend on community. We depend on the love and support of our community as a species. So call in your tribe. Be honest about how you're feeling with those in your life that can support you. And if needed, find a therapist. Find a life coach such as myself who specializes in shadow work and trauma recovery and get support. That in itself is an act of self-love, is an act of self-care, and you are deserving of that. And there's no shame in saying, right now, I can't get a healthy perspective on my own. You know, like I said, when we're in the mud of it, finding that healthy perspective, even finding the motivation to do these things that I've told you that I've suggested in this podcast can feel utterly exhausting. So having somebody there to help motivate you, hold you accountable and to help you kind of see things, guide you to a more healthy, more supportive perspective can be so beneficial. So I hope that this podcast has given you some great ideas on how you can better support yourself and inspired you to take a more active role in soothing your emotional exhaustion. If you are interested in working with me, please do reach out. I'm very accessible. The easiest way to find me is by visiting my website, www.kellybramblett.com. You can contact me from there. You can have a view of my services and what I offer. And also it's a chance for you to check out my weekly blog. So I hope that whatever you're doing, you are having a wonderful day, a wonderful evening. If you're not, claim it now, reshift that energy and call in your joy. And as always, I'm sending each and every one of you so much love today. Thank you for joining me.